This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast, episode number 49. Katy Perry knows that we're hot and we're cold. We're yes and we're no. This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Space is the final frontier. Then this is just the pit stop at the rest area that is near. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. It's the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast in your ear. Studios in Battle Creek, Michigan, the Red Room in Spadeland, and the Scorpion Room in San Marcos, Texas. This is the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Hello, everybody. Aren't you glad you're here today at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast? I'm glad you're all here. And I got some of my friends with me, too. To my left, I got my good old friend with the red beard, Jay Hizzle. And underneath me, we got my good friend. He lives in Texas. They call him Texas. And then, of course, you know me. I'm your happy good neighbor. I am the Pod Damn World Champion, Rick Spade. And you're here on episode 49 of the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. All right, enough of that bullshit. So how is everybody going? I was going to say, Heidi Ho, neighbor. I thought right. he was doing his best gay impression there. No. Uh, <clears throat> is that Flanders? I, I, it was a mix of, like, Bob Ross and uh, Mr. Rogers. Oh, okay. I think it was reminding me of a, Anyway. Um, I'm having a good week, actually. I'm starting to feel better, finally. Hence, I'm not laying on the couch. And, we um, see this. I know. It just feels nice to have energy again. I started going back to work earlier this week. I did smaller I did smaller shifts than normal. But um, I would say by Thursday, finally actually started feeling like myself. Still a little bit of a cough, but that's okay. And then Friday, um, <clears throat> Thursday afternoon, Rick had told me about a walk-in clinic for getting vaccinated with the Johnson & Johnson shot. And I hate shots, so a one and done sounded good to me. And so Friday I woke up early and <clears throat> went and got my taxes finished up. I had to just finish signing some stuff and paying for them so they could file them. But, um, and then I just like, I'm going to go check this clinic out at the Y Center, see what it's all about. And it was really cool. They told me where to park. I walked in. They took my temperature and then sent me around a few things. I filled stuff out and then... All of a sudden, I went to wait, and they're like, actually, she's ready for you now. So I just walked right up there, and uh, I had a little bit of anxiety because I hate shots, but the lady was super nice. And it was funny because when she, you know, she asked what arm, and I did left because I'm right-handed. I figure if I'm going to have a sore arm, it might be my left. 
And, um, yeah, then she's like, all right, you got to uh, not be so tense, though. Relax your arm. I'm thinking I can't relax with a shot, but I did. I relaxed. I was like, all right. And I didn't even feel it. Like, it felt, it feels sore now, but I didn't feel the the shot itself. The nurse did an amazing job. And I told her that, too, and she chuckled. So I'm vaccinated, and it was a really nice feeling. I'm like, all right. I got the shot done. I got my card. In theory, even if I get COVID, I should have much less symptoms and stuff. I My quarantining rules all change and stuff. So, because after being sick with whatever virus I had, I don't want to be sick again. But, um, and then, yeah, I, I've just been really busy week too, I feel like. I've just been doing stuff. So, and here we are, we're recording on a Saturday this time. So, it's kind of fun and different. Texas, what about you? Uh, it's been a decent week. Uh, last week after we did the podcast, I went camping for Friday, Saturday. Nice. Was and that fun? I got to test out my kayak. And did it work? Oh, I didn't tip over and drown. So that's a good thing. Nice yes, job. it did work. Shit. I mean, what? Um, Saturday morning, Saturday morning, woke up to some thunder and rain and that was really relaxing. And I do like that. I love the sound of thunderstorms. It's just yep. real peaceful. And then went to work. Allergies have actually been killing me this week because this is the this is the one time a year where allergies bother me, and it's because of the cedar trees here in Texas. Mm. Um, went to an art show today because my daughter and my dad were in another art show, and I, I don't really have much to talk about this week. Hey, that sounds like it was a good week to me. And then there's Mr. Spade. I liked it. <clears throat> What have you been up to? Well, like Jay Hizzle, I got my shot for COVID. It was my first shot, though. My next one, I believe, is May 2nd or the 3rd. I'd have to look at my immunization card. But uh, I also got it mine on the left side because I was like, well, I already wear this damn hand brace. I might as well get it on my left side. That way I have my full right, you know, without it hurting. So, um... Had that going on. And then I offended somebody. Mm. I didn't do and I didn't do it on purpose. But um You know how like with masks you can't really tell like a person's age. Yeah, or who they are or what their facial expressions are. Right, unless you like know somebody like by the top half of their face. You can't even tell their age when they don't have a mask. It's a problem. Okay, so usually when I'm going through the stores and stuff, and even when I'm at work, like I'll have little kids, they'll sit there and they'll like they'll, like make faces at me and stuff, and I think it's fun, so I'll make faces back, you know, as best I can wearing a mask. And so as I'm walking around, I see this um, short little four foot eight person, and it looks like they're making faces at me, so I'm just like, and I was like, oh, aren't you a sweet little girl? And she's like, I'm 47. It was a four foot seven Asian lady. That's awesome. Like, how was I supposed to know you're wearing a mask? Wow. <laughs> so here I am thinking that I'm like playing with a child, like making faces and stuff, thinking I'm being cute and I'm offending a 47 year old Asian lady. 
Well, just curious. What did you say? Did you do you apologize or like what do you do? Or is that just like one of those Southwest commercials where it's like want to get away? I had this awkward like, uh, I'm sorry, and then I kind of did one of those like slow shuffles away as quickly as I could without not making it awkward. Yeah. Wow, <clears throat> that is a so, great story. That was a great story. But no, that's something that actually happened, and I feel horrible, and this is why I don't try to do stupid things while I'm shopping at other stores. You know what, though? So, I wonder if she can like go home and like brag, like, this guy thought I was a young kid. That's how young I look. You were wearing a mask. Shut up, lady. <laughs> I mean, remember at um, the casino, I got carded. I did, and I thought that was funny because he was like, no, I don't need to card you. I need to card him. Okay. I had my hat on so they couldn't see I didn't have hair. I look I a lot younger. I had my hat on. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I have my, my baby face. You had a full beard. My baby face beard. They probably thought I was a high schooler, you know. I, I just think it's funny that you had a hat on. I have a hat on. You have a full beard. I have a goatee. I don't get carded. You do. We're both wearing masks. I'm just saying. The funny thing is in the past year I've gotten carded at another casino too. I don't know why why I look like I don't belong in a casino, but apparently I look too young. I remember this one time when I went to the casino at Soaring Eagle, because, you know, Soaring Eagle's 18, not 21. I never got carded. The two people I w that I was with when I went, because I went for my 18th birthday, they mm. got carded seven times. Wow. Between the two of them. I was like, <laughs> that's funny shit. Yeah, I was laughing when I get carded. And now I'm like, now I know how my, 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 my parents feel because they always get excited if they get carded. I don't know if that happens to them anymore, but back in the day. There was a, there was something I got carded for that no one else has ever been carded for. Fireworks. I was at the store with my dad. Mm -hmm. No, I was at the store with my dad. And this was when I was 21. I was, and uh, I was walking down the aisles with my dad and, uh, they were giving out samples of coffee creamer. And the lady goes, "We, I think you're a little too young for coffee creamer. Maybe if your dad says it's okay, you can try it. And I'm like, I'm 21. <laughs> and too she young. goes, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, I am 21. She goes, you want to try the coffee creamer? I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> you're like, you're right. I am too young for it. But I just want to let you know <laughs> I am 21. That's, that's great. But, yeah, no, um. Other than that, uh, just been doing some work. I've been working on some stuff for the podcast. I have a new intro, which you guys should probably see by the time this drops, as I plan on putting it on this episode. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, I get my tattoo Tuesday, so I'll be able to show you guys that on the next episode of the podcast. Yay. Did you get your yeast infection cleared up? I did. How's the new car? Uh, Doing good? Are you enjoying yeah. it? Yeah, I, um, the only thing I keep forgetting is sometimes that, you know, because of how low it is, mm -hmm. not, not to go to the, so close to the, uh, compared to the truck, definitely. Not to go so close to the side of the building when you're trying to order at McDonald's. Are you scraping it against? I did. And <laughs> I think I lost the bolt that was holding that piece together, but it's fine. It, nothing's broken. It's just saying. I'm not, not broken, used to being that, it's just missing. I'm not used to being that low to the ground. Not like that four foot seven lady. That's kind of funny. <clears throat> but yes, but no, I, uh, but, 
age is really hard to tell on people these days. So I understand. That that is that is really true. Because at the art show, there's this really cute girl who I wanted to talk to, but she was she was pretty short. My daughter was taller than her, and she was with her mom. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I should try or not. I don't know if she's old enough. <laughs> Uh, I've learned if I'm going to make a move, I'm going to look for at least some kind of tattoo or something that lets me know that they're at least 18. Well, in the state of in the state of Texas, you can be 16 and get a tattoo with parental with parental agreement. I think you can do that here in Michigan too, because I remember when I was working and at my store, there was a couple of people that had tattoos that were younger than me. She had a tattoo on her thigh. She had her nose pierced and had her lip pierced. So I think it was fair game. But then again, my son's like, Dad, you need someone your age. You don't need a 20-year-old. Don't you tell me what I need. She's got tattoos and piercings. And then my daughter goes, that's okay, Dad. She was out of your league anyways. I'm like, thanks, fine. Wow. Wow. The whole league thing's stupid. I don't know if but, I but, but By the way, the next time that Zay tells you she's out of your league, just tell him that you need a low-mileage vagina. No, Zay didn't tell me that. He goes, I don't think she's out of your league. And Violet goes, I do. Well, then you need to tell her, no, I need a low-mileage vagina. <laughs> she's actually sitting across from me at her art station, and she's going. <laughs> Sounds like something my daughter would be doing if she was sitting here right now. For those of you who are listening to this and not watching, my daughter's across from me mouthing she was. Well. <clears throat> and now she's smiling at me. She's just giving you a hard time. No one's out of our league. Nobody. Speaking of leagues, are you guys ready for some news? Is it 20 leagues under the sea? Sure. Actually, it has nothing to do with leagues. It's the league of news. The news league. (laughs) The league of nations? League news. Uh, We got monkeys. Monkeys in the news today, guys. Hey, hey, they're the monkeys. This is in Germany. Police in Germany are asking the public to keep watch for 20 to 25 monkeys that escaped from their zoo enclosure. Oh, man, I want to be. That'd be cool if we got that. Like, you got to look out for monkeys. They escaped from the zoo. Our zoo doesn't have that many monkeys, though. Actually, speaking of, of, of things like that, though, somebody told me that there was an exotic animal van, like, animal control van somewhere in Battle Creek the other day. And I don't know what they were going for. I don't know if somebody had like a snake that got away or an alligator or they were trying to chase down a kangaroo. I don't know what it was. I wanted to know, but it just made me think of that just now. Apparently they had a construction project going on in the zoo and they think that's what ended up allowing the animals to escape. The investigation's ongoing. What what worries me about that, though, is they said 20 to 25, so they don't know exactly how many is missing. I know. How do you not? 20, 25-ish, you know. We don't actually keep track of how many monkeys we have. We just know approximately. So, I mean, they could have found 20 monkeys, and five of them are just roaming around wherever. Fuck it. (laughs) I know. It's just interesting. But don't worry. Zookeepers told police the monkeys are not believed to pose a danger to humans. They're they're more likely to flee than attempt to fight. Can you imagine a monkey fighting a human? Oh, man. Members of the public who spot the loose monkeys are urged to keep a safe distance and contact the police. Do you think they'd use a bridge or a banana? Or maybe they'd, like, get a gun? I don't know. Can you imagine, like, a monkey with a sword or a knife? (laughs) 
But it's good to know they're not going to pose a danger to humans. I wouldn't think they would anyway. Right? you think that since they're at the zoo, maybe they would be okay with humans. Interact. I don't know. But, and then we got to look at some world record news. I always like looking at world records. Mm-hmm. Um, a U.S. Army captain broke the Guinness World Record by running a mile in 10 minutes and 23 seconds while wearing a bomb disposal suit that weighs more than 80 pounds. Wow. I don't know who thinks to do these things, but it's that's pretty impressive. So, but, um, yeah, it was 10 minutes, 23 seconds at George Mason University. It was enough time to capture the Guinness World Record. Apparently, the feat was done in by Ashley Sorensen in 11 minutes and 6 seconds, so now it's been broken. So, Ashley, you're going to have to try again. So... But that's pretty cool. Oh, interesting. So this was done by Katie Hernandez. So she owns the girls' record, and uh, there's a British runner named Mark Gibbs who owns the guys' record, and that was 7 minutes and 24 seconds. Both of them are just courageous and fast and crazy. So I'll have to tell, them, I'll have to tell Ashley and Amanda, my friends in Wisconsin who like to run, that I got something for them to try. <laughs> Maybe if they can do it in, like, 10 minutes and, like, 15 seconds. I don't know where we'll find a bomb disposal suit for them, but I'm sure we can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, just put 80 extra pounds on them. Yeah, exactly. There we go. And then another Guinness World Record. The holder of the Guinness World Record for the longest fingernails on a pair of hands broke her own record one last time before cutting her nails for the first time in 30 years. Wow. I just... Seems like a pain in the butt to walk around with nails that long. Maybe a pain in the butt to try to wipe your butt with nails that long. How would you? Oh, that's interesting. If it, well, that she has it on both sides. In... Oh, well, then I don't know how she wipes her butt. Maybe she has a bidet. A special bidet. And then it has a dry function. <clears throat> she has a... Or she what? has a... Uh, she has a butt wiper. Uh, yeah, she hires one. Um, the record stand. Her record is two hundred eighty-eight point eight inches. That is how long her um, nails are. Which that's that's pretty crazy. Let's Just see, two eighty-eight divided by so basically twenty-four feet worth of fingernails. Stop! <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. Um, her nails will now go on display at Ripley's Believe It or Not in Orlando. That's what I want to see. So it's going to feel like it's a wax sculpture of myself, even though it's just my nails. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see them. So, huh, wow, that's crazy. I just I just can't imagine. Can't imagine. Me neither. I don't even like when my nails get a little long. They start feeling weird, and I'm like, I, I cut them. Yeah, yeah. And then this isn't even a world record, I don't think. It was just kind of cool. So a Texas man has become, well, he has become the first person. To run from Disneyland in California to Walt Disney World in Florida. A 2,761-mile run. <clears throat> wow. Forrest Gump could run that in a week. Don, you, you, you know, it's a good thing that he was able to run from Walt Disney in Florida and in California, considering he's dead. <laughs> Don Machaw, 59. 59 years old? Plano. I wonder if that's Plano, Texas. He yeah. began his run on February 1st, 2020, and has planned to complete the run in about 90 days, but the coronavirus led to some expected delays. 
Um, but he said the run still took about 90 days. Those days were spread out over the course of 14 months for safety reasons. Interesting. So he ran it, but it's not like he just ran it all in a row. He obviously took long breaks and stuff. But that's still really cool. For two weeks, and then I'm going to quarantine for two weeks. He was wa- quarantine for two weeks. Raising awareness for type one diabetes. He never even considered quitting. Not even once. He said, "COVID didn't change my mission. I want every single person with type one diabetes to see that we can still dream big despite the very real twenty four seven challenges and risks involved in balancing insulin, blood glucose, food, and activity." Yeah, I hope they figure out how to make. Uh, I hear they're learning how to make pancreases, and maybe someday they'll be able to do a pancreas transplant. But who knows? But that's really cool. I thought that was really neat. So nice job, Don. All right. So, what? So, since we are talking about world records, should we try to attempt this now? Sure, we can do it now. Okay. So for those of you who have not paid attention to previous episodes. In a previous episode, Jay Hizzle brought up the world record of drinking a Capri Sun within, what was it, 16 seconds? Uh, 16.6, I think. So we were like, oh, we can do that. So me and Texas are going to attempt this. I remember that. 16.65 seconds. And that is taking the straw out, putting the straw in, and then sucking it down. Okay. I should probably get a stopwatch, huh? Let's see here. I gotta change my camera so they can see this. I just gotta point out, the hard part is fucking opening the sum, bitch. That takes like 12 seconds in itself. Yeah. <laughs> that's, to uh, <clears throat> that's probably gonna be what gets you. He had to practice a lot, he said. Well, I got th- I got 11 attempts here, so... <laughs> Alright. Guys... I have two with me, but I have more in the room. Are you guys ready for your first attempt? Yep. Yep. On your mark, get set, and go. Really? I wish I wish that we had someone from Guinness to verify. Check it out. We can send them the video. That's right. So I had you down 16 seconds flat. Me or Rick? You, and Rick was right behind you. Oh, 16.02, sorry. What was the record? 16.65. I think 16.65. Wow. That was... was What's the hardest part of that whole thing? The straw? Stick the 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 bitch in the hole? Okay. I don't even think just stick it in the hole. Just stab it wherever the hell you can and go. You want to do one more? Yeah, we yep. do one more. All right, your mark, get set, go. I guess I'm good at sucking. Wow, well, yeah, that one was about 15 seconds. About 17 seconds for Rick. Yeah, I don't think mine would have counted. That time I it can... got all fucking over. Oh, did it? <laughs> I, uh, I I did test this yesterday without doing the straw placement. I can suck a Capri Sun in 10 seconds flat. Okay, so for you, it's all about if you can get the straw in the hole quick enough. Yeah. All right. 
I I think you can actually break the record. I don't have to look into um how we can get this certified. I th- I wonder if you can just send in the video of the episode and have them verify it that way. Well, either way, if he can do it in ten seconds, I'm sure he could do some attempts and beat it, even if they we have to re-record it. So, wow, Texas, you might be the best Capri Sun drinker in the world. No, I'm sure someone could do it. <laughs> Well, like, remember, I think it was last week I said that a kid could drink a bottle of water in one, 1. 1.9 seconds. Yeah, but it's hard to... The toughest part is to suck the uh, through that little straw. That's true. And when I started squeezing, that motherfucker went everywhere. My whole couch <laughs> is wet underneath me. It looks like I peed <laughs> myself. Because, Texas, you didn't spill, did you? I didn't spill the first time. Okay. I spilled the second time, yeah. though. It was just, like, fucking spraying out like oh. a fucking girl squirting everywhere. Wow, that's crazy. I, I didn't I didn't spill either time. But um wow, awesome. Look at us. We're well, only maybe Rick, but for sure Texas, world record holder. Well, maybe we can be the first podcast to ever drink a Capri Sun under sixteen seconds. Yep. Wow, that was impressive. All right. Speaking of impressive um, Superman's 1938 first appearance in a comic book. How much do you think that sold for? Uh, uh, 1.5 million. In a 1938 comic book. Rick, what, what do you think? Well, if it was back in the day, it would have been 10 cents. But if we're talking about now, I'd probably say uh, $965,000. All right. A 1938 comic book featuring the first appearance of Superman sold for a record-breaking... $3.25 million. Wow. Still yep. way yeah. off, but... <laughs> Woo! <laughs> wow, that's the record for the highest price pay for a comic book. Were, were you doing Price is Right or Mortal Kombat there? That was Price is Right. It's not like Mortal Kombat, but... Oh. Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, finish him! Speaking of which... I'm excited for that new mo- that new uh, Mortal Kombat movie coming out. Me too, and I've yet to see Godzilla vs. King Kong. We did Monsters the other day. I'm kind of disappointed. I've watched it twice. Is it good? I like it. I you know, I'll have, che- I'll have to check it out after WrestleMania. I don't believe in someone having too much money, really, because if you earn it, you earn it. But, man, if you're spending $3.25 million on a comic book, wow. You must be loaded. Here's the thing. It depends on if it's something that meant something to you or it was just because you wanted it. I mean, maybe. Like, for, like for example, when we were at that toy store, mm-hmm. I would have spent $200 on that fucking Ninja Turtle van just because I wanted it because it was something important to me. Even though I have one down in the basement, I'm sure, somewhere all colored and stuff. I could be wrong. I don't know. But if it's, like, got sentimental value to you, I can understand buying it. If, but buying it just to buy it, that's a whole nother story. I mean, I imagine, even if you're a billionaire, if you put $3.25 million down, it must have some meaning to you. So, right. And I don't I'm, know. Just, I, I'm just saying. Like, for example, you bought the Joe Louis Arena seats, right? Yep. Those were awesome. That was sentimental hmm. to you because you've been to the Joe. You're a Red Wings fan. Yep. I didn't pay but, millions, but. Right, but yeah. I'm just saying, though. It makes sense to buy something like that. And the other thing is it's possible. It doesn't say who bought it. A business could have bought it or something, too. But that's just, wow, that's, that's crazy. These are cold. 
And then, guys, if you want to make some extra money, last but not least, the website is offering a remodeling enthusiast $1,000 to watch 10 episodes of three different home improvement TV shows in a month and to document their experience. And I'll do that. So Review Home Warranties, a website dedicated to reviews. I just drank one of those in 16 seconds. I said I'll pay someone 1000 bucks. All right. So if you guys want to uh, spend a month and watching at least 10 episodes of three different TV home improvement shows. Are you trying to do it? You can make some money. <laughs> Applications are being accepted through May 10th. The winner will have until June 10th to complete the task. All right. Maybe I'll sign yeah, up. Yeah, but see, child, the beat the record, you actually have to count taking the straw out, too. It's true. It's it not does. just drinking it. That's stupid. I know that's stupid. That's, that's the only reason why <laughs> me and Texas were able to do it under 16 seconds. But the record is. So, and uh, that is the news. Wait. Do you have any news? I have something for you. Oh, okay. I, I don't have news, but uh, I have something for you. This has kind of become a tradition on this show. Uh, when it's time for a big wrestling pay-per-view, we get Justin's opinions on who's going to win the matches. Oh, yeah. We, so we all pick, though, don't we? For those, yes. of, for those of you who don't know, this weekend is WrestleMania. That starts tonight Sam. with a two-night WrestleMania. On, on Peacock. Peacock. The showcase of the Immortals. Speaking of which. The grandest <laughs> stage of them all. Don't ever um, like shorten the name because my son goes, what time does it start? And I go, I don't know. Hop on the cock and find out. <laughs> yeah, don't do that because I immediately regretted saying that. Well, at least you said to like someone that knows you and not some stranger or someone you don't know very well. Pre-show seven. Real show starts at eight. Nice. All right. So <clears throat> we're going to go through both nights and we're going to get... Whoever, who you think is going to win, and then probably later on I'll re-listen to this and find out who got the most correct. So the first match they have on the on the WrestleMania card is Natalia and Tamina versus Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooks versus the Wyatt Squad. Wyatt, nah, Riot Squad. The winner receives a women's tag team title match on night two. Now, just so you know, this is a tag team turmoil match. So how this is going to work is uh, two are going to start, and then it's basically like a gauntlet. So uh, last team standing wins, and we'll take on for night two. Um, in my opinion on this one, based on what I've seen, they're trying to make... Um, they're trying to make Natalia and Tamina look strong, so I can really see that being the team going into night one. However, <clears throat> I did happen to notice that I think they were looking at adding Billy Kay and Carmella, so according to SmackDown, so no, uh, I I I don't know. This was released twenty hours ago, so I don't I don't know if it's updated or not with what happened on SmackDown. Right. Well, they had them on there, and they're like, "Oh, you don't have a tag team partner or whatever." So, um, that's very possible. Shut up, phone. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go with, but I'm gonna have to go with uh, Natalie and Tamina on this one. Jay Hizzle, Texas. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be the Riot Squad. Um, <clears throat> this squad. Oh man, they don't put up with anything. I was taking a look at pictures of these ladies. Oh my gosh, they would just destroy you, anyone. You, you. 
We're you gonna, just think we'll get the riot uh, squad. And um, you think you think Liv Morgan's hot? Let's just put it this way: if there's a riot, which basically it is because there's violence, they're gonna put a stop to it. The riot squad is going all the way with the W. They got this. Well, are you, Texas? You thinking the same thing I'm thinking? Well, I don't. I, I I see them trying to make Natalia and Tamina the strong team, but I really don't think they'd go heels versus heels at WrestleMania for the title. So I think the winner is going to be Naomi, Naomi and Lana, because they still have issues with the tag team champions. Did we all pick different people? So I'm gonna go Naomi and Lana. We did. Yes. Oh, wow. Only and one of us next, is going to win. And then the next match, well, it, we could all lose if he, if uh, if Mandy Rose and Dana or uh, Billy Kay and the other one win. So we could we could all lose on that one. Yeah, I don't see how the Riot Squad could lose. All right. So, that, so the next match they have listed is the Raw Tag Team Championship, the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. Ah. <sighs> Well, here's the thing. As much as I am a fan of AJ Styles after meeting him on three separate occasions, and he is one of my favorite wrestlers, um, they have booked him to look very, very weak in the last few weeks. So I can't see him and almost beating the New Day. So I'm going to have to go with the New Day on this one. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Rick on this one. Um, you know, they say that every day is a new day, and you just can't stop a new day from coming. The new day is I was going to be there. There's no stopping the new day. Um, they're just they're just going to win, and there's going to be more new days. Every day will be new. Texas? Uh, I, too, am going with a I new day. I... I uh, I, too, am going with New Day because I see this as kind of the split for AJ and Omos. Yeah. So I mean, he didn't know what his favorite ice cream is. Or his favorite wrestler. And the next match they have listed is Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Also, <clears> there's <throat> the Swiss Superman. The Swiss Superman. The Swiss Cyborg. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been a big fan of Cesaro since his debut and even farther back when he was Antonio Castellanoglady. I can't pronounce his last name. Um, no, uh, he's always been awesome. I love the way he does the swing. If you ever get a chance, check out on YouTube when he did the swing a hundred times. hundred rotations swinging somebody around. That takes some real power. Um, He's been underutilized for such a long time, and I think this is a time to build him up. This is a time to make new stars. And the other way you're going to do that is by beating one of the stars that has been around for a while, that's been a multi-time world champ, multi-time tag champ, United States champ, intercontinental champ. So i got to go with Cesaro. Man, Rick really knows his wrestling because he's right. Cesaro is going to win. Probably be pretty easy, actually. So Cesaro, <clears throat> I did. I did actually see some pictures of him swinging people around, which is crazy. I mean, they should call him the Pendulum or something. But um, Cesaro also reminds me of Suzuki's, which are vehicles. 
He's going to run his competition right over. <laughs> your, um, your, your explanations are the reason why we do these match cards. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So far, you have... You you said some weird things about the Riot Squad. They're going to end riots. <laughs> and they're going to take it with a W. And now Cesaro is a Suzuki or whatever. And they're going to run him over. He's, He's like a Suzuki motorcycle. Run him out. Bear, bear, bear. Texas, you know Cesaro's going to win too. Here's the thing. I could see Cesaro winning, but I could really see <laughs> Seth Rollins winning by some underhand tactics because he's trying to do his Messiah persona again, and they've been doing things with him and Buddy Murphy. I don't know what's going on there, but honestly, I haven't watched SmackDown in a few months because I don't like SmackDown anymore, but I'm going to go ahead and go with Cesaro, even though I could see Seth win, but I'm pretty sure Cesaro will pull it out. So the next match is Shane McMahon versus Braun Strowman in a steel cage match. Well, when was the last time you watched Raw? Is this part of the McMahon family? Yes. Yeah, Shane McMahon is Vince's son. Yeah, this one's obvious. I have watched some Raw, but uh, after watching the slime fiasco a few weeks ago, it was just god-awful. I haven't watched a lot of WWE at all. Me neither. I'm, I, I'll admit. I'll tell you one thing that really pissed me off, and I'm going to explain to you why I'm choosing Shane McMahon right now. Okay. Shane McMahon's going to obviously dive off the cage. It's a gimme. That's the whole reason they're putting it in a cage. Okay. So he can dive off something. They have made Braun Strowman look so fucking stupid. And I'm not just saying with the slime thing. I don't know if you know this or not, but now when he does that train thing on the outside, they fucking make a goddamn train noise. And then he starts running. And then it actually goes as he's running him down. No, I honestly have not been watching that much. I'm begging you to go find this, okay? Somewhere Vince was like... Oh my god, he's like a train! He's he's like a train conductor! You just start going around and going toot toot! And it'll go around and chugga 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 and just start running into people! By god, that's good shit! So yeah, no. Um, with that being said, I'm going with Shane McMahon. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's obvious. Man, Rick and I really think a lot alike, I guess. He... He has the same knowledge of wrestling as I do. But, um, yeah, McMahon, McMahon's own wrestling, basically. He's going to do his daddy proud. And McMahon is the man, obviously. That's what Mick means in another language, I think. So the man is going to win, McMahon. He derails trains. The tra- they're going to call him the train derailer. I just wanted a reason to break out my fucking Vince McMahon impression, so I was glad I got to do that. Texas, All right. is the man going to win, or are you more of a locomotive guy? I I like Braun, and I kind of wish he would win, but I do see Shane winning. But I see him winning one of two ways, and I'm not 100% sure how it's going to happen. 
So there was a match a few, well, a few years ago. I think it was back in 1999 at the pay-per-view called St. Valentine's Day Massacre, where it was Stone Cold and Vince in a cage match. And during that match was the debut of Paul White, the big show, who came out from underneath the ring, threw Stone Cold into the side of the cage, and then the cage broke and Stone Cold won because he got out by the cage breaking. I could see Braun throw Shane through the cage and the cage break and Shane hit first, or I could see Shane's former protege back when they were doing a basically raw fight club. Oh God, I can't think of his name now. That giant dude. Babatunde. Yeah, that guy, whatever his name is. They, I could see him appear from underneath the cage and help Shane win that way. So I think Shane's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be by pinfall or submission. I think it's going to be uh, through the cage, basically actually through the cage, or if his protege comes up and helps him win. Basically derailment, right? Because Braun is a train! Chugga chugga toot toot! If the tugboat had just went toot toot, he would have been over. And whatever... For some reason, any match Shane's been in lately, Shane's won, which is inexplicably stupid. But Like a train. So the next match they have, and I'm really interested to see Jay Hizzle's opinion on this one, is The Miz and John Morrison versus Bad Bunny, the rapper, and Damian Priest. Oh, okay. This one's pretty obvious, too. Oh, I'll let you go first, then. Well, you just said that the priest is going to be fighting. The priest has God on his side. I mean, let's be honest. He's going to win. And bunnies? Bunnies are fast. Super fast. A bad bunny? I mean, as long as they're not playing someone called Turtle, which they're not. So I feel pretty confident that the priest and the bad bunny are going to kick some butt. Sweet baby Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, his, his answers are, reason, are, are the only reason we do this. I do agree, though. I do believe it's going to be Bad Bunny and Damian Priest, but I'm not going into that kind of detail that Jay Hensel just went into. Oh, I just God. know things. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you guys. Move on. Move on. All right. And then they have... For the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus the challenger and the winner of the 2021 Royal Rumble, Bianca Belair. Hmm. Well, obviously they're trying to build new stars here. They let Bianca Belair win the Royal Rumble at number three. They've had her beat almost every major name since she's been on the SmackDown roster. And, uh, yeah, they're main eventing the show. So if you're going to main event the show, you're not going to have Sasha when you're going to have a new champ. So I got to go with Bianca Belair on this one. I don't like that. Sasha Banks is the best. And I think they're going to let the best win. Everyone loves Sasha Banks. You want to keep everyone happy. And she is the best, so... I mean, yes, this, I know you said they're trying to build other stars, but you know what? She's in this match, so she's already kind of coming up, and um, it'll be a really good loss for, 
for her. Because Sasha Banks, she's going to win. You can take that to the bank. Texas. <sighs> Jay Hizzle. My God. Um, I'm not 100% sure on this one. Um, I know Rick keeps saying they want to build new stars, but every time they build a new star, then they do something stupid with them and <coughs> throw them completely different like they did with Otis. and Like basically every star that gets over that they don't want to get over, they basically just put them in freaking catering. So... I don't know because I, I I see the raw tag I see the raw women's championship changing hands, I see Rhea Ripley winning that one. We'll get to that one later. I'm not sure if they would change both champions right yet, so I'm gonna go ahead and go with Sasha Banks on this one. Yeah, you are. Even though I don't know, I just see Sasha winning because I see I see Becky coming back eventually, and I don't know if they're gonna put Becky back on Raw or on SmackDown with with Seth considering her and Seth have a baby together, they'll probably put her on SmackDown and I could see her go after Sasha. So I'll go, I'll go with Sasha winning. The next match will be the one that opens the show tonight. And that is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE championship. Wow. That's the big one. And that's going to be the one that opens the show. Well, they're going to want to start it hot, obviously. And I'd hate to see Bobby lose to Drew just because he's got momentum going. Like, honestly, him as a heel is actually more entertaining to me than him or than Roman Reigns at the moment. However, you're going to have a Smash Mouth style. You're going to have a big pop. And I think because Drew wanted to open the show, I'm going to have to go with Drew McIntyre on this one. Um, Have you seen the size of the other guy? Yep. Oh, Drew McIntyre is a pretty big guy himself. <laughs> well, um, while Jay Hizzle looks at pictures of half-naked men, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with uh, Drew McIntyre as well. Um, it's because he's Scottish. I don't, I, I don't, uh, yeah, probably. He's a Scottish psychopath. And but, he wears um, a kilt. He has a sword. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> this guy's basically. He's going to win because he's got a sword. He's going to cut him up. And got, they're going to make a dig 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 Drew McIntyre is basically a knight without his armor. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. He's going to murder him. Someone might actually <laughs> die. Are there other rules where you can't wear swords? Will they give the other guy a sword? Wow. Drew McIntyre is going to win this potentially easy. Okay. Well, uh, Jay Hizzle is going to watch. The sword is not involved in the match. No, no, don't, don't, don't ruin it for him. He has Peacock now. He will go and watch it. No, because the Red Wings are on the night, so is NASCAR. He won't watch WrestleMania. He'll watch that first match, though, just to watch him get decapitated by a sword. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. I'll be at my... <laughs> Brothers, probably. Hey, man, can we, yeah, can, we, can we put on wrestling so you can decapitate him with a sword? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more brutal than MMA. I don't believe it. I, 
I see. I could. I don't know really on this one because again, you know, Bobby Lashley became the champion, and then they split up the Hurt business, which was stupid. Yep. And now they have the Benjamin and Alexander having beef with Lashley. I, I could see. McIntyre winning. I don't know who he'd, who his next challenger would be after that because they don't really have a lot of big stars built up. But uh, I, I guess I'll go with McIntyre on that one. But I don't know. WWE's just going some really stupid ways with their creative lately. That's why I haven't really watched much. So, Jay Hazel, you think McIntyre is going to win with the sword? Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Texas. So that does it for night one. Night two, which is tomorrow night, Sunday, they have... The other 12 matches. They have the United States Championship match with Riddle, other known as Matt Riddle, versus Sheamus. I want Sheamus to win. I fucking hate Matt Riddle. I hate his stupid gimmick. I hate that he thinks that he's funny. I hate the fact that he rides a fucking scooter around and can't remember his fucking lines because he's supposedly high all the time. <laughs> I'm sure they'll do something stupid where he has like some kind of backstage interaction with Rob Van Dam if he happens to be there. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But I can see that happen like, hey dude, you know, maybe they'll have some smoke come out or something stupid like that. But no, I want Sheamus to kick him in the fucking face and I want him to lose the fucking title because fuck Matt Riddle. Sheamus. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I've seen Batman, and the Riddler is quite the character. He's going to be like, riddle me this, riddle me that. And Seamus isn't Batman, so I'm pretty sure Riddler is going to kick some butt. So I'm going with the Riddler. Put me out of my misery. I hate you so much. Why, are you picking the Riddler, too? You can okay, pick who I pick. Riddle, not yeah. Riddler. Yeah, I'm doing my nicknames. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad we're doing a 12-hour show today. Yeah, pretty much. I do agree with uh, Rick. I hate Matt Riddle. I hate the character. I hate... Because after his first match, they go, how do you feel about your debut? Oh, man, my debut was awesome. I hate him. I hate the way he talks. I hate that stoner lifestyle. I hate it. Um, But I see him winning. So I think Riddle's going to win. I hate him, but I see him winning. I also hate his stupid fucking flip-flop entrance. Fucking piece of shit. All right. Next match. The next the next match they have is the Women's Tag Team Championship match with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, the champions, going against the winner of Night One's Tag Team Turmoil. So, so it's whoever you think is going to win versus Nia and Shayna. Yeah, I'm going with Natty and uh, Tamina on this one. So, so are you, Jay Hizzle, are you picking the people that you picked to win the Tag Team Turmoil match, or are you picking the oh. champions? the riot police yeah they're gonna win (laughs) you you know what I want to do next week riot police 
Next week, uh, next week, I'm just going to get a bunch of pictures of wrestlers. And I'm going to ask him to name each one. And if he doesn't know the oh, names, I just want him, I just want him to like make up what he thinks their name is. Yep. Riot Squad. All right. What's next? That would be great. We'll, we'll make I'm this happen. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I will go with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler still. Move it on. 15 more matches to go. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to go with, because I picked Lana and Naomi. I will pick Lana and Naomi to upset the champions. Oh, oh, she'll make, she'll, she'll make Nia go my hole. Yeah, she'll make, she'll make, she'll make Nia scream my hole. Yes. Yay, my hole. The next match in the lineup is Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in Sami Zayn's corner. I I know they're gonna make Kevin Owens win this match, but man, I love Sami Zayn. You just like his dancing. I I kid you not. That is now the call background on my phone. When somebody calls me, that's what pops up. It's him going. I'm like, that's fucking great. That is now my call background. So yes, yes, I want I want Sami Zayn to win. I, it's probably going to be Kevin Owens, but I'm picking Sami Zayn. Let the conspiracy continue. Uh, I'm going to pick Kevin Owens. I'm going to have Logan Paul turn on Sammy and cause Sammy the match. I also want Kevin Owens to dive off that fucking ship entrance that they have. Oh, you mean again like he did last year? Well, he dived off the sign. I want He was planning on di- diving off the ship, though. They look like they could be best friends. They were best friends. They probably are still actually best friends, but but they were and they were best friends, and then they were enemies, then they were best friends, then they were enemies, then they were best friends, then they were enemies. enemies. I don't know. This one could be a draw, but they probably don't have those. So I'm gonna have to say <clears throat> Kevin Owens looks just a little more angry, a little more like he wants it tonight, uh, tomorrow, whatever. So I'm gonna go with Owens. That dance that I sent in the thing was that Sami Zayn guy. That video. I was like me and work. Well, um, this isn't a dance competition. This is wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Next. All right. The next match is the Intercontinental Championship match with Big E, the champion, versus Apollo Crews, the challenger. I want to point out this is a Nigerian drum fight match. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, I saw that because it goes... Uh, it goes Big E versus Apollo Crews, Nigerian drum. I have no idea what that is. I don't know if they're going to have drums out there. I don't know if they're going to hit each other with drums. I don't know if they're going to have drummers out there drumming while they're fighting. But I feel like they're going to make Apollo Crews win just so that way they can put Big E in the title picture. So I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. Yeah, Apollo Crews is definitely going to I'm going to, with uh, Apollo Crews as well. I mean, Although I I hate his like fucking his fifth. This is like his fifth chance at the title. He's got to win this time. Or and Apollo, you think of space, space, you think of Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah, he's Apollo's got this. For the record, I do want to point out though, somebody needs to teach him how to do a fucking fake accent because his Nigerian accent's bullshit. Like he needs to get some lessons from Kofi Kingston. 
on how to do a fake accent. Have you heard his promos lately? All right, so we're getting down to the last few amazingly. Thank God. The next one on the list is The Fiend, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. Oh, man, I love The Fiend. I love The Fiend so much. The I Fiend love this. wins. I love this whole storyline. I love that it's been drawn out for months. This is WWE storytelling at its best. I got to go with The Fiend on this one. And then whatever happens afterwards, that Alexa Bliss maybe makes him the regular Fiend again instead of Crispy Fiend, whatever the case may be. Yeah, The Fiend. I just think The Fiend's a cool name. And um, how do you not win when that's what your name is? By the way, they are doing special drone stuff for Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, and The Fiend. Where they're going to have drones do like that laser light effect. Oh, obviously The Fiend and, and Sasha Banks are definitely going to win then. I was right. I, I, do, see, I do see The Fiend winning. Um, I could see... Because there's rumors going around, and I don't know if this is true or not, but the person playing The Fiend right now is not actually Bray Wyatt. It's either his brother, Bo Dallas, or someone else kind of dressed in the crispy Fiend gear. And during the match, the original Fiend, Bray Wyatt, will appear. But we'll see what happens. I do think The Fiend will win. You know, that would make sense considering, well... It does make sense in a way if you really think about it because he's been wearing, you know, the He's completely long covered jacket. from head to toe. At the same time, though, when you watched him, they had that fiend completely burn. So I could see why they would cover him up. So, yeah, either way. <clears throat> but I got to go with the fiend. And the next will be the women's Raw Women's Sorry, the Raw Women's Championship match, Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. I've already given my pick on this one. I'm going with Rhea Ripley. They started her off strong, so they got to keep her strong. The only way I could see Rhea Ripley not winning is if somehow they changed this into a triple threat match because, you know, Charlotte tried to get in the match first. I don't know how she's doing after her battle with COVID, but, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Ripley, like Ripley's, believe it or not, holds a ton of records. And, um, wow, I've... She just looks really tough. I just think she's going to win this for sure. Believe it or not. Fucking hell. I really hate you. I am so glad we're on our last match. The Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. I am hoping the only reason, and nothing against Daniel Bryan. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, too. But I'm hoping the only reason they put him in this match was so Roman could lose without being pinned. I'm going with Edge on this one. I'm going with Edge as well, and I do believe that's the only reason that Daniel Bryan was put into this match is so Roman doesn't take the pinfall because he has not taken a pinfall since he's become the tribal chief. I hate Roman Reigns. I hate the character. I hate everything about it. I'm tired of him being forced down our throat. I'm tired of him main eventing every WrestleMania. I'm tired of always, of him always being the champion. Roman Reigns could fuck off. I hate him. I do. I cannot stand it. I don't watch SmackDown because of him. The great Steven Tyler once said, we're living on the edge. You can't help yourself from falling. And that's what 
his competitors are going to be saying tomorrow night. Edge has so you're it. Go, so you go. So we're going with Edge. All right. And that was our hour-long explanation on our WrestleMania picks. And um, now we've only got like five minutes left to do the rest of the show. All right, we'll start with the game of the week. Game of the week. Five minutes left to do the show. Shit. All right, my daughter picked what game we're going to play this week, and we're going to go back to extremely personal questions. So, you guys are going to select A or B. I'm going to pull out the card, and you're going to give me your answer based on which one you picked. So, we will start with Texas. A or B? A. A. If you were part of a circus, what would you want your special talent to be, and why? I want to be the world's strongest man. Why? They have those at the circus, right? Yeah. I don't know. I could pick up people and throw them if they piss me off. Oh. Okay. <coughs> Jay Hizzle, A or B? B. All right. B. Uh... What has been your worst experience in the wilderness? Worst experience in the wilderness? Um, <clears throat> we were four wheeling, and for whatever reason, it was it was like April. I think it was April or early May. And we're in the UP. I guess you could sort of expect it in the UP, and like it just started snowing, and it was so cold, and we were so far away from the cabin, and we worked our way back, and. I just remember it was painful, like how cold it was, because we just weren't dressed appropriately, and that the warm shower felt really good when we got back. But maybe that I mean, we had fun, but that was just that was a rough experience. So maybe that. All right, Locke, pick a letter for me, A or B. 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 It is. What's the cheesiest pickup line someone has ever used on me? <laughs> I don't know if it's really considered a pickup line. But this girl uh, that I had met, she texted or she messaged me on Messenger one time and she was asking me about walls and trying to put um, curtain rods up. And that was her way of breaking the ice to talk to me before we ended up hooking up. So, yeah. Did you ever help her with her curtain rods? Uh, yeah, and then I helped her with my rod. <laughs> Texas, A or B? Go play. E. Uh, what can a lover do to you during foreplay that drives you absolutely wild? <laughs> I don't know. Be there? <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Oh, man, you're there. I came. What? 
Jay has a layer of pee. What could you do? What could you do? You tickle the balls. Tickle balls a little bit. I'll go A this time. If you want a $1,000 shopping spree for an adult shop, that's a sex shop, by the way, what would you buy? Um, $1,000? <laughs> yep. And you have to spend it at an adult sex shop. I don't know what's expensive there that I could have good resale value. <laughs> I would have to take a look and see why I think I could turn to an investment. You could buy yourself a stripper pole, and I'll give you a good workout. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe. All right. <laughs> what, would you, what would you do with the other $900? I said I, I don't – it's just me here. So um, <clears throat> I would figure out what I could turn into an investment and make more money off of. That's a sad All life, right. I know. All right. So he's buying the uh, Adriana Chechenik flashlights and some stripper poles and the $5 DVD bin. <laughs> All right, lock A or B. A. What nicknames have I given my penis? God. <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> Doctor Steel, Ramrod, Mini Me. The abominable snowman. <laughs> Space Mountain. Space is the final frontier. All right, moving on. <laughs> Texas A or B? E, what has been your most embarrassing fart ever? Okay, so it wasn't really embarrassing because I wasn't around nobody, but uh, I was in the shower and I felt a fart, but it wasn't a fart. <laughs> I diarrhea in the shower. Wow! Yikes! That's not good. Don't trust the fart. Were you were, okay? Were you not feeling? Uh, it? If it makes you feel any better, I didn't know I had diarrhea. Because you know that you, it's like you said, it's those farts that you didn't diarrhea. know it wasn't a fart. Yeah, like I, I didn't have diarrhea for for like a week, and then all of a sudden I go to take a shower and just, oh, I got a fart. <laughs> oh, great, diarrhea in the shower. Well, at least you were in the shower and not like somewhere else with your pants on. Um, Mine happened while I was shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. I was like, I, I, I want to say I was like 16. I remember I was at, um, I was at the, um, oh, what the hell do they call that now? I was at the um, the old Felposh over by Target, and I just remember I was walking, and all of a sudden I thought I had to fart, and nope, and it was a lot of shit, and I wiped it up as much as I could, and I basically had a free ball on my way home. So, yeah, so yeah, my uh, the old Felposh got my shitty underwear in the trash can. Free balling. J has a layer B. A. What is the ugliest thing you own? 
Hmm. <clears throat> the ugliest thing I own? Yeah. It's probably one of the blow-up dolls. I don't know. <laughs> Those are yours. I don't own them. They're at your house. <laughs> Possessions nine-tenths of the law. <laughs> if it's, yeah. Um, Texas's blow-up doll then it would probably be the ugliest thing I own then. All right, I'm if, sure if I have that, some. Uh, I have some old yeah. shirts. I'm sure that are pretty ugly. Okay. Lock A or B. B. What makes me feel the friskiest? Frisky Ali. Everything. I like when I get pictures of my messenger. That's like, yep, that's just sign to go. What? What? Jesus Christ, Sean, what? Time to do a show here. I didn't know what to pick. You didn't know what to pick? No one I ever think does. I would go it's with okay. diarrhea. You think you go with diarrhea? Yeah, I think I'd go with diarrhea too. Happens to all of us sometimes. All right, one more. One more. Sure, all right, Texas A or B. A. Going with A. Besides gold, what else would you want to find at the end of a rainbow? Gorgeous naked ladies who are DTF. I thought I was going to say Skittles. I want him to say vagina because then he could be like, and then I'd go up the rainbow and when I'd come down, I'd be like, <laughs> right into that thing. No? Just me? Okay. J has a layer B. I'm going to do A again. A. Okay. What is the worst tattoo you could imagine having inked onto your buttocks? Oh, on my butt? I was I was going to say so, like a so, University of Michigan tattoo, but that's probably where those belong. Um. <laughs> Texas, aren't I funny? Uh, my internet screwed up, so I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said, <clears throat> I said I was gonna say having a University of Michigan tattoo on my on butt, butt would be the worst, but then I said <laughs> that's where it belongs. So, <laughs> see, it's not, if it's on your butt, no one's gonna see it really, so it doesn't really matter. But I imagine something like vulgar and inappropriate probably would be bad to have on there. Or like a loved one's name. I don't think that's a good place to put it. You know, someone passes away and in, in remembrance you tattoo their name on your butt. No, no, that would be the worst. No um, offense, Ama uh, no offense if you've done that, but um, Amanda would want to know why her name's on your butt. Uh, I I I have one for this, but it's it, if you had bitch tattooed on your butt and then you went to jail. <laughs> okay, that's true. That'd be bad. I'm a bitch. Wait, I got an even worse one for you. If you got an arrow pointing to your butthole that said insert here. That would be bad too. Alright, Locke. This is my last one, A or B. Come on, A or B. A. B. <clears throat> Uh, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't really have one for that one, so we'll go with B. What is the most careless thing you have ever done in my kitchen? <laughs> you ever made hamburgers naked? <laughs> no, because no. the grease would be splattering on my dog. Yeah, I forgot about that. It came awfully close. Another half an inch and I it would have hit my testicle. So yeah, um, cooking naked. I'm going to have to go with cooking naked. Cooking naked. And that was the game of the week. That was Extreme Personal Questions. Now, do a little bit of Southern Charm just to listen to the intro. Southern Charm, <clears throat> um, you know, Jazz continues to kind of seesaw back and forth between politics and what he likes and what he doesn't. Does he enjoy all the spending and all that? But um, I think what I'll do is I instead of doing it during tweets, I will read a classic Donald Trump tweet for in, in honor of Jazz. If the Donald Trump tweet comes up. Ah, here we go. I never asked Comey to stop investigating Flynn. Just more fake news covering another Comey lie. Ah, that was was early on. I don't want that. Um, but yeah, I will, uh, forego a Joe Biden tweet. Because I know that Jazz... Loves Joe Biden tweets, but I figure we'll just do one or the other. So, Jazz, you got a Donald Trump classic tweet today. Congratulations. And now I'm excited for this one. We're going to move on to the top five, and it's a great top five. Five. (laughs) All right, guys. Top five favorite movie or TV land vehicles. Vehicles. Oh, man. I'm, and I love vehicles. I'm so excited for this. Texas. Uh, it's movie, TVs, cartoons, animes, etc. Yep. Texas, I'll let you start us off. You have, um, you have someone else's list, too, don't you? I do. Jazz sent me his list. Do you want to start with Jazz's list or do yours first? I leave up to you. I'll go, with, I'll go with Jazz's first. All right, let's hear Jazz's top five. So Jazz's top five, his number five is Mater from Cars. Oh, that makes sense. His number four is the Krusty Krab Mobile from yeah. SpongeBob. It's a Krusty Krab Mobile. His number three is Herbie, the Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, the love bug. His number two is the... 1976 AM Pacer, known as the Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party his, time, excellent. And his number one is the Mutz and Cuts vehicle from Dumb and Dumber. The Shaggin' Wagon. That's awesome. Yep, the, the, the Sheepdog. Huh. My number five is... My number five is Bumblebee from the Transformers movies. Oh, that's a good one. 
Number four is the Scooby-Doo Mystery Machine. Ruby, Ruby, rule. Zoink, Scoob. Number three is the Ghost Rider motorcycle. When he turns into the Ghost Rider, and the motorcycle transforms as well. That's a good one. Number two is the... Oh, dear God, his name just popped out of my head. The original Bat, the the original Batmobile from the movies from the eighties. Michael um, Keaton. Yeah, there we go. The yeah. Michael Keaton Batmobile. That was by far the best one. And number number one is Echo One from the Ghostbusters. <laughs> not the shitty, <laughs> not the shitty woman's remake. The original one from Ghostbusters One and Two. Yeah, I haven't watched that the girls remake because I saw what they did with Ecto One and I just it insulted me. Speaking of the Ecto One, we uh, saw a replica of that while we were on our way to Pittsburgh. Who are you gonna? Oh, I saw your picture. Ghostbusters. Yeah, but they didn't. So, Rick, what do you got? Um, believe it or not, B Slow just texted me his list. Oh, all right. Let's hear B Slow's list and then you can give us yours. Okay. So, I'm kind of confused because I'm not sure what movie this is, but he wrote Clown Car. Oh. Yeah. So, I'm assuming that he watched some movie with Clown Car in it. I don't know. Um, number four was the Jeep from G.I. Joe. Ah. The number three, he said he went with the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. That's a good one. Um. Number two, he said My Little Pony. Interesting. Does that count as a land vehicle? Um, maybe. <laughs> sure, it I guess. It is on land, and it transports things, so. All right, well, My Little Pony it is then. And um, his number one, he said, Kit from Knight Rider, even though I like Mr. Feeny better. Okay. dun 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 all right. All right. I have some honorable mentions. Hey. That oh, was yeah, you have yours. Slow. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you slow your roll there, Billy Bob. All right. Here we go. Number five. I'm going to go with the Acto One from Ghostbusters. My number four. I want to go with Optimus Prime from the Transformers. My number three. I'm going to go with the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. My number two, I'm going to go with the Flintstone Mobile. Oh, that's a good one. Because I love me the Flintstones. And my number one, I got to go with the Ninja Turtle van from the Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja For Turtles, Heroes in the Half Shell, Turtle Power. Um, honorable mentions, shout out to every Batmobile ever. That's fair. Oh, my honorable mentions. We have the Wolverine's Jeep. The turtle van, like you said, that's a good one. Bumblebee, Lightning McQueen, Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds, The Mystery Machine, Herbie, The Love Bug, and then I love the Shag and Wagon from Dumb and Dumber, and then the Jurassic Park Explorers and Jeeps from the original movies. Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark. And number five, from Back to the Future, The DeLorean. That thing travels in time. Number four, the Batmobile, Michael Keaton Batmobile. I totally agree with Texas. That's that's by far the best one. It also kind of follows the cartoons as well. How did I forget the DeLorean? 
All right. That's <laughs> my that's my number three. Fuck the Scooby Doo Mystery Machine. All right. You went back in time and changed that. I did. Number three from Transformers: Optimus Prime. Number two from Ghostbusters: Ecto One. Ecto One is just awesome. And my number one. Dun, 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 from Knight Rider, Kit. The Knight Industries 2000, who is my background today. Oh, I love that show. I have all the seasons, all four seasons of Knight Rider. I have the season of the newer Knight Rider they made, some different videos. One day, I will have a Kit replica as long as I live long enough. But it will happen. It's going to be awesome. And that was the top five. And I feel pretty happy right now, but Texas doesn't seem happy. I'm angry. And it's time to tell somebody to bite me. Bite me. Ah! Bite me. (laughs) Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. And now it's time for Bite Me, featuring Jay Hizzle, Rick Spade, Texas, and Guzzle Burn. And, um, <laughs> Ducks. Ducks. Guzzlebird, I'm glad you're still alive and you didn't die from all that yeast you ate last week. All right, who's angry? All right, let's get Jay Hizzle's first world issues out of the way. My first world issue this week is the cost of health care. It's ridiculous and it pisses me off. During my sickness, not only did I have to be sick and uncomfortable, but I had to lose money. First off, now this insurance did cover, but do you know how much they're actually like charging for these COVID tests, which literally someone just sticks something up your nose and sends it to a lab or they do something right then and there? I think the whole thing was like 280 bucks. Seriously? That seems outrageous. But what makes me really mad is I made the mistake of thinking urgent care was just like going to a doctor where just whoever's available will help you. And because I didn't want to wait to get into my normal doctor, I just want to go get some medicine, get me going, you know, right away. So I went there, no wait or anything. I understand why now. I walk in and, you know, the doctor sees me. I'm out there in like 10 minutes. Super easy. They barely did anything. Um, I had prescriptions. Some of the stuff really didn't do anything. The nasal spray was good and all that. But, And I'm fine with the whatever I paid for prescriptions and I had to get some Claritin. Whatever. That wasn't too bad. You know how much that 10 minutes I spent in the doctor's office where all I did was take my blood pressure and my mom gave me an inhaler, which ended up helping more than anything. She didn't charge me a thing. But um, bucks. Yeah, like $250 is what the visit's going to cost me. And I don't think insurance is going to cover it 
because I think it's going to count as a hospital visit because it's not a normal doctor office. Normally, I just pay $35 copay, and that's just outrageous. No wonder people are getting sick and all that, and they're spreading germs because they can't go to the doctor because they're going to get charged an arm and a leg, so they just got to go spread germs instead. The healthcare system is just way too expensive. There's no reason it should cost $250 for 10 minutes of time. You know what? The healthcare system can bite me. You know, I uh, I agree with that. Let me see if I can find this real quick. I have, I was I'm in a Facebook group called Real Dads Real Men. And uh someone posted that he was in the hospital for 4 days for a cardiac episode. He goes, I spent four days in the hospital due to a cardiac episode. I think I'll just die next time. It's cheaper. They charged him $82,364.08. Yeah, that's uh, outrageous. There's nothing that happened there that should cost that much. But I agree with you. The healthcare system is outrageously expensive. Um, I, again... Second week in a row, I don't really have anything. Well, you just had something like mine, so we're both angry at the healthcare system and how they cater to the rich and abandon the poor. Actually, they abandon the middle class, I should say. I guess the poor people probably get covered. Yeah, they get Medicaid or Medicare. Yeah. We're the ones that get screwed. But I, I don't really have anything. I've had a, I've had a good couple of weeks. I haven't had anyone really piss me off. I'll knock on wood for you, but good job. What about Rick? So I guess I'll just, you know, hey, Canada, you can bite me. Don't know why. Nothing against Canada. I just don't know who else to say it to. That's fair. All right. I'm going to go off on a tangent. All right. What do you got? I was going to do two different ones, but I'm just going to stick with this one. People who are jealous of your success need to mind your own fucking business. Okay? Someone, and I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to name people, I'm not going to name whether they're friends, family, frenemies, enemies, whatever the case may be. Okay, they had the nerve because I posted something or I was talking to them about something that they had to go behind my back and say, oh, I don't understand why he's spending all this money on this and this and this and this and he'd be taking care of his family. All right, listen, you stupid motherfuckers. My house is paid off. My cars are paid off. My credit cards are paid off. My income Versus bills is half my bills are half my income. That means I have about $800 to $1,000 a week or a month in disposable income. I also have reserve income. And what you think I'm spending money on, believe it or not, I've saved stuff up, pop cans, tax returns. I can afford to do shit. So, leave your fucking opinions to yourself. All you nosy-ass motherfuckers can bite me. 
Well, like I said on Facebook, you do need to stop spending money on male strippers and crack cocaine. But other than that, you can do whatever you else, whatever else you want. Okay, like I said, I sent the male strippers over to B. Slow's house. What he did with them is his own business. And the crack cocaine was for Elmo. Fair? Okay. Okay. Guzzlebird, let's tell him why we're really angry. Okay, this goes out to Big Bertha. And I know what you're wondering. Who the fuck is Big Bertha? So, I went to the grocery store so I could get my medication. Because I ate some yeast. <laughs> and as I'm going back to my car, there's this 400-pound fat woman in front of my vehicle smoking a cigarette. And her ass is on my fucking hood. So what do I do? I start walking by, I start walking by and I go, um, excuse me, you fat bitch, get off my fucking car. And she goes, ah, don't you have any manners? To which I said, bitch, you left an imprint on my fucking hood. Do you have any manners? Why don't you go walk over to Jenny Craig and maybe you can find a fucking weight loss clinic, you fucking fat cow. So fucking fat cow Bertha who sat on my damn hood and I had to spend five hours with a hammer trying to hammer that shit out. You can bite me. There's some anger there. It felt good. Fuck yeah, there is. Mm. Oh boy. What is that noise? What is that? Oh no! The, the plane did not fire up whatsoever. You broke it. This is an issue. Seriously, that is ridiculous. Oh wait, what wait, 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 wait. There it is. Whew. It's Rick segment. Rick. What the fuck did you do? I don't know what happened. Everything got screwed up. Wow. But the plane... I, I, I don't even know what noise that's for which podcast. It's not one I'm on. It was originally... That's actually. not the racing podcast either. <laughs> He's just doing his own thing now. He's got 20 different podcasts. So he doesn't advertise for a single one of them. <laughs> that, must, that must be his financial podcast with his dad. And in the stock market. Dun, 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 dun. The Dow went down 500 points. All right. I'm going to teach you how to make one of my favorite drinks, the Moscow Mule. Ah, what do you do? Well, it's very simple. First thing, you can do it in a regular cup. But you know what? This this is a copper Moscow Mule cup. You can buy these for $6 at Walmart. Oh. We also used these when we were in Pittsburgh, and I got my Moscow Mule at uh, Permonte Brothers. Ah, that was a good place. Yes. So, here's what you do. You take your Moscow Mule Cup. You get yourself some ginger beer. Pour it in the cup. Next, you take one and a half shots of vodka. Your opinion. It says, you know. Vodka. It says one shot. I do one and a half. So you do one and a half shots. Then you squeeze a little lemon juice in there. Just a little, little mix-up. Then, cut a, 
And not lemon, sorry, lime juice. Squeeze a little bit of lime juice in there. Mix it up a little bit. Then you take a lime. Cut that some bitch in half. Squeeze the first half of lime inside your uh, Moscow Mule. Take the other half. Put that some bitch right in the cup. And bam, Moscow Mule. Best drink ever. I, that was exciting because you you just discovered that in a trip, right? I did. Now, if you want to cheat and you don't want to have to mix all the shit together, I discovered something while I was working the other day. What was that? There's a brand called Cayman Jacks that sells the cocktail Moscow Mule without the vodka. So all you have to do then is um, add, add vodka, vodka and lime. There you go. Well, what one tastes better? Or have you not done? Um, I've drank them both. Um, depending on your preference of how well or how much you like the ginger beer. Um, like if you like the ginger more than the lime, I'd go with mixing it yourself because then you can, you know add your lime to preference. Okay. But if you just want to make it simple and easy, I'd go with the Cayman Jacks. It's like, I think I paid nine eighty four for a six-pack. But it was worth it. I'm, I'm a simple and easy kind of guy, so that's probably how I would do it. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. And I mean, you don't have to use a, a copper cup. It just makes it uh, sit better. It keeps it more chilled. So, yeah. You hear that, ladies? He's a nice and easy kind of guy. Buy him some mac and cheese and a pickle and huh. some cottage cheese, and he's good to go. It's true. Make it all nice and creamy as you stir the pot, and then I'll be making macaroni sounds later. Oh, boy. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> hey, it took a lot longer today to get out of hand than normal. All right. <clears throat> you know what will get us back in hand? Tweets of the week. <laughs> All right. You got to see what, what kind of fun dad jokes are in here. Aladdin has been banned from the magic carpet race. Apparently, he's been using performance enhancing rugs. <laughs> I like that one. As a kid, I really wanted to be an astronaut when I grew up. My parents told me the sky's the limit. I get it, because... Uh, my sexy neighbor told me her underwear keeps going missing from her clothesline and that she's going to report it to the police. I almost pooped her pants. Because <laughs> he stole when he's wearing them. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, just heard a man had an accident while playing peekaboo. He's currently in the ICU. <laughs> wow, these are good ones today, aren't they? The police arrested a dog for giving birth on the street. It was littering. Uh, never spell part backwards. It's a trap. And I caught my son chewing on electrical cords, so I had to ground him. He's doing better currently and conducting himself properly. And last but not least, eating caterpillars makes me anxious. My stomach is full of butterflies. Uh, get it? Butterfly in the sky. And um, I, I already did a Donald Trump tweet. Let's see. Does Arnold have anything? <clears throat> Arnold says, After years of pushing for a clean fuel standard in Washington, the time for action is now. HB 1091 will help reduce air pollution and create new jobs. 
my team at Governor Arnold USC has been working with at Joe Fitzgibbon for three years, and I'm proud of his leadership. Oh, I know. So Arnold's working on some environmental stuff. Cool. Good for you, Arnold. And those are the tweets of the week. We all know what that means. Bum 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 Guzzle bird, guzzle bird, what is the word? What does everybody want? Bread. What does everybody need? Bread. Head, head, suck my dick. I mean, wait, what? I thought it was bread. Banana. That was last week. Oh, I thought we always need bread. Okay, pizza. Okay, let's start it with my good buddy Al Snow. He's only got two today. I got carded at the liquor store today. While getting my ID out, my blockbuster card fell out. He laughed and said, "Never mind." Hmm. I remember that store. Okay, and finally for a metal snow. There are 210 million penguins in Antarctica, and the population of Ireland is 6.6 million. So if all the penguins in Antarctica decided to invade Ireland, each person would have to fight off over 3 million penguins. Knuckle up, Ireland. Throwing out some knowledge today. Ha ha. All right, now for the Jurassic Park tweets. <clears throat> Finally made a guy that doesn't suck. Programmed him to leave any situation. You'll get it. Because women never leave when they're getting abused. Well, guys never leave when women are bitches either. Yikes. Okay. We have a problem with the movie they made about us. Get it? Because it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, now I got to read this tweet so you understand the Jurassic Park tweet. Elon Musk's business partner says he could build the real Jurassic Park with genetically engineered dinosaurs. Jurassic Park update said... Shit just came out of my ass. Mm. And those are the tweets. Well, you know what that means? Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. It's the Urban Dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. That a vagina? Never mind. What a vagina. What? Random picture popped up. We're, we're not going to go there right now. Moving on. Okay. <clears throat> Jay Sizzle. Jay Sizzle. What? Can you tell me what a vax hole is? Vax hole. V-A-X-H-O-L-E. Vax hole. Oh, I think it's, a, it's like a German word for asshole. I don't, or maybe that'd be Russian. I don't know. You know, <laughs> wouldn't I the vaxhole? Yeah, that, yes, that's what I was thinking. Like, you're such a vaxhole. 
but I, I don't know what 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 does that sound what um language accent does that sound like? You vaxel. Is would that be German? You vaxel. Or is that more like you German? Yeah, you vaxel. Yeah, so it's, a, it's what the Germans when they come to America they they go vaxel instead of asshole. So that's a it's an insult. It's basically someone who's acting like a jerk. They're a vaxel. Well, I'm glad they came from the old country. You vaxel. Clearly, that's what it is. Rick, do you have a guess? Are we only doing one this week? No, we'll do two. I just I just want to see if you had a guess. You can have a guess. That's fine. I'm pretty sure I know what it is, so I'm just going to bow out. Okay. Well, let us know if you're right. All right. A vax hole. A person who intentionally gloats or brags about their vaccination status in order to signal to others their moral superiority. Individuals who display this characteristic have a propensity to also display narcissism. Yeah, I was right. So you're saying Rick and I are vax holes and you will soon be one too? You, I, I'm not going to brag about it. I didn't even oh. tell anyone I haven't signed up for it. I guess I don't really. You have now. <laughs> but when you tell people, they, a lot of people like that. They're like, oh, good. We can hang out with that person now. I don't know. Nah, they're all just vax holes. With vax holes. There are vax holes in America. Oh, vax, vax holes. Well, we can't just have one. It's the bonus urban dictionary definition of the week. Take it away, Texas. For those of you who are new to our show or have been to the sh- been on the show for a while, you know that the urban dictionary definition of the week and the bonus urban dairy definition of the week are brought to you by Dirty Rib Job Grill Seasoning. You can get it in the original Dirty Rib Job, the spicy Dirty Sanchez. Or the fish flavoring, the dirty trouser chow, all available on sd.com. And I'll tell you right now, dirty rib job in the search. And I'll tell you right now, nothing is more satisfying than whipping my meat out, slapping it on the table, and seasoning it real nice. I'm talking about ribs, people. Dirty rib job seasoning. Etsy, buy it, eat it, beat it. Did you say beat it? Some people beat their meat before they heat their meat, and then they eat their meat. Just gonna beat it. I know okay, you really then. want to eat it. Rick probably knows this one as well, because this is kind of a common term. But can anyone tell me what size queen means? Size queen? Yep. Huh, size queen. Size queen! <laughs> so now we're just going to turn everything into German now? Size queen! Vaxel, you size queen! Vaxel, size queen! Vaxel, size queen! Vaxel, size queen! This time, get the fucking schmiken. I don't know what, what they would be referring to. We don't have queens over here, but we have, like... Divas? I don't know. Some girls think they're queens. Maybe when the Germans come over, <laughs> they're like, Vaxholes? <laughs> Size queens! Meaning, like, big queen. <laughs> Basically, you're calling it fat women? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
I don't know if I'm going I'm that just, far. No, I'm just trying to make sure that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. You're like, the Germans come over and they go, Vex, Vex, size queen, big woman. Yes, they come over. They just insult us Americans. Or big queen, excuse me. Big queen Look, is what you said. America is full of large guys and gals who are vaccinated and we like to eat our food, okay? We like to eat our food and beat our meat <laughs> with the... The Etsy stuff that you rub on it and eat it. Yeah. Anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to point out that that is twice now in a five-minute span, Jay Hizzle has talked about beating his meat. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the meat that you eat. I think we It's have a dirty rib cooked. job. Some women eat that meat. I think we finally uh, I think we finally broke him down, and he's now become one of us. Size clean, vax hole. <laughs> Beat your meat, rib job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Rick, what do you think a size queen is? Well, since I know what it is, I'm just going to make some random stupid shit up now. Since you can do that, I can do that too. Yeah. Yeah, eh? Wait, I'm Canadian. So, huh. so, size queen refers to women who really like shoes. Oh. And they got to have the right size. And if they are not just perfect, they become real bitches. And they're like... That stiletto's not high enough. Honey, yes, queen. You know, stuff like that. Size queen. Now for the real definition. Size queen. A person who will only accept larger than average penises in their sexual partners. Hmm, that's not... That's mean. You, you can find me right over here, ladies. Yes, is a whole whopping 5.56 inches. First of all, it's seven and a half. Hmm. <clears throat> this just got weird really fast. Um. So, I... And, 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 and I know the motion in the ocean to get the rowboat going, so, um, yeah. Well, Texas, do you have any, um, any... Yeah, that's, an, that's another name for my penis, the rowboat. Oh, I'm like, Texas? <laughs> um... Texas, do you have any um, words of wisdom to take us higher off of this low we've hit? I do. Give me one second. The rowboat. I don't know why. I was not prepared for this. Because I said rowboat and it was all downhill from there. Sometimes the worst place you can be is in your own head. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to try to attempt to do this in his voice or not, because I probably can't. Oh, whose voice? Macho Man. I just go for it. <clears throat> you do it, and I'll try to recreate it then. H how about I just send it to you? You can do it in yours. Okay. Because I, I, can... I, I know you can do the Macho Man. I cannot do the Macho Man. <clears throat> thinking, thinking, uh... <laughs> Where are you at? There you are. So, okay. So, I sent that to you. So, tell me if you get it. Don't waste your time looking back on what you've lost. Move on. Because life is not meant to be lived backwards. Yep, I got it. If, you fear, if you're feeling worried about how little you've achieved... Remember that Bram Stoker didn't write Dracula until he was 50. 
And Dracula didn't kill anyone until he was dead. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. And my last one. Keep going. No matter how bad things are right now. No matter how stuck you feel. No matter how many days you spent crying. No matter how many days you spent wishing for wishing things were different. No matter how hopeless and desperate you feel. I promise you won't feel this way forever. Keep going. Nice. That's my last one for this Rick, week. Rick, what do you got? All right. First, let me do the Macho Man one. All right. <clears throat> I've soared with the eagles and I've slithered with the snakes. I've been everywhere in between, and I'm going to tell you something right now. There's only one guarantee in life, and that there is no guarantees. Oh, yeah, dig it. Thank you, Rick. I couldn't do that. All right. I got a couple here, so bear with me. Number one. Being average means you are as close to the bottom as you are to the top. I think that's something good to think about. Interesting. I like that. From the top to the bottom. <clears throat> Consistency the top, is what turns average into excellence. Yeah. And finally, we cannot become what we want by remaining where we are. All right. I liked all that. <clears throat> Take it out, Jay Hizzle. If you're offered a seat on a rocket ship, don't ask what seat. Just get on. Although, let's be honest. We all would want a window seat. Just saying. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. That's what um, Theodore Roosevelt <coughs> said. But if you're offered a rocket ship, <laughs> I guess you will take your feet off the ground. Oh, that's kind of funny. Um, I like Kurt Cobain said this one. If opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. Guys, yeah, sing because Kurt. Okay, anyway. Hmm. Don't be pushed around by the fears in your mind. Be led by the dreams in your heart. I like that. Listen to your heart, boom boom, when he's calling for you. <clears throat> but anyway, wow, we actually ended up eh, doing pretty good on time. I thought it was going to be three hours at one point. <laughs> we were getting there. Oh, you, mean when we went through, you mean when we went through 20 different matches for uh, WWE? Yeah. I'm like, That's about an hour of the show, so you can just skip through the first 45 minutes. I mean, I'm excited to see how amazing I am with my picks, but... All right. Well, you know what? It's time that we say thank you for joining us here at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. Podcast. Please like and follow our Facebook page at the Pod Damn Idiots Podcast. You can reach us on the Twitter at Pod Damn Rick Spade. Rick would love to hear from you. At Pod Damn Texas, he probably doesn't want to hear from you, but you can still say something to him. That's not true. Texas welcomes all, all, all everything. I'm okay. very lonely. Then give him, give him a shout out. Or at PodDamnIdiotsP1. I don't even know who's keeping track of that, but you can try to talk to that one. 
And by email at podamidiotspodcast.outlook.com. That's how I'll, you'll get a hold of me. Also, like our YouTube at the Poddam Idiots Podcast and subscribe. And please like, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast app of your choice, like Apple and Google, Stitcher, which I think I just confirmed we're on that. No, Spotify. We're on Spotify, too. That's what I, I confirmed we were on the other day. Podbean. And please tell your friends, your family, your loved ones. Tell your creepy neighbor. The hot nurse that's giving you your vaccination. Maybe it's a Johnson & Johnson one poke, or maybe you get to come back for another poke if you have Pfizer or Moderna. So that cop that just pulled you over for littering and littering and your wife's boyfriend, the hot cashier at the gas station, your babysitter, your boyfriend's side piece, the hooker on the street corner, your drug dealer, and anyone else that you come across, tell them to please check out the Pod Damn Idiots podcast.